The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You are listening to this is Cruise Radio Rewind. Real reviews from real cruisers. I think P.T. Barnum said it best. The show must go on. My name is Doug Parker. I'm the host of Cruise Radio, and welcome to this week's episode of Cruise Radio Rewind. I want to do a brief introduction here because we've had a lot of new listeners tuning in over the past couple of days. By way of background, my name is Doug Parker. I started Cruise Radio back in 2009 as a weekend show on an FM radio station here in Jacksonville, Florida. And it also doubled as a podcast. It's a show that covers cruise news as well as cruisers who call in and give reviews of a ship they just sailed, giving listeners an overview of the ship they may be sailing on or may want to sail on. Alongside the podcast, we have our separate Cruise Radio News podcast feed, as well as the website cruiseradio.net, the YouTube channel offering ship reviews, and on various social media platforms. Just look up Cruise Radio. On this week's show, cruise industry analyst Stuart Chiron, the cruise guy, is going to give us the current state of the cruise industry. And I've been getting a lot of travel insurance questions. In fact, over the past 48 hours, I've gotten 53 of them. Dan Skilkin, president of TripInsurance.com, stops by to tackle some of the most common questions we've received over the past couple of days. So we'll have Dan on after cruise industry analyst Stuart Chiron, the cruise guy. Stuart, it's a different world out there than the last time we spoke, my friend. Hey, Doug. It, uh, yes, we are living in a very different world, and it's almost like we're watching uh, Draft Day, where mm. in several parts of the movie, uh, Kevin Costner uh, was involved in different situations. And, uh, you know, even at the, toward the end, when he was making a trade, uh, the other guy wanted to take advantage of it, but he paused, and the deal evidently was taken off the table because the world was a much different place than it was 60 seconds ago. Was this move to temporarily shut down all the cruise lines inevitable? Well, I, let's say, Doug, I had hoped it wasn't. As I'm sure you'd agree, the cruise lines provide ships that are, are very safe and um, that you know they go out of their way to ensure that the passengers on board their ships can have a safe uh, environment in which to enjoy their vacations. But, you know, this... this you know, um, situation with coronavirus going around the world and the number of cases that are developing that we know of. I mean, there's probably tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands that we don't know of because we don't, you know, we're not, we're unable to properly test um, at this point. So, it, you know, it really came down to the doctors uh, advising the administration that, I mean, this was, uh, this and in many other ways, Doug, are, um, what is needed in order to reduce or cut off unnecessary person-to-person contact. And by, by no means, as, as stunned as I am uh, or you know, was, you know, let's say as, as the, the week developed, that this is not over by a long shot in that um, I'm sure there's a lot of discussion of, of what could happen. Planes, for example, Doug, 
and it's very possible that interstate travel um, you know, could be next, meaning that they could restrict travel uh, in between and to different states because of the amount of cases in those particular states. So, you know, at this point, I mean, I don't think anything's off the table. And I think, you know, sitting back and just kind of watching in shock is, is kind of what we're in for. Give me some perspective on this, because on Friday afternoon, President Donald Trump tweeted that he asked the cruise lines to suspend operations, but the cruise lines say they voluntarily suspended operations. Uh, which one is it? Well, let's say whatever makes you happy, Doug. I mean, you know, what, you know with, with the, the official statement, but uh, let's, you know, if you want to read between the lines, the, the writing is, is quite clear. The situation was unfolding. The situation the, was, was, was changing so, so much. You know, the, the bottom line is it was done. And, and as, as, you know, the days wore on and the clock ran out, um, more uh, did it. Uh, there's no doubt that Princess Cruises was the most genuine, uh, or in the first, really. I mean, it was, it was, their, it was their perspective and based on recent uh, occurrences, that it was in their best interest, and they said, you know, hey, we're going to take a 60-day pause. And uh, they, they needed to get a lot of things uh, put together. And, uh, I mean, I think collectively, Doug, I think all of the cruise lines are going to use this time to reevaluate everything. Um, you know, this is a good time to, you know, do, you know, work uh, on the ships, uh, you know, to, to prepare them to return to service. And I think the industry um, will return and, and, and do great things in the very near future. Well, there are, what, 18 princess ships, 27 carnival ships, like 20-something Royal Caribbean ships. Where are all these ships going to go since they're not sailing? Well, uh, there's, there, there's going to be a very big need for parking spots. Mm -hmm. And you'll, you'll be uh, presently surprised, Doug, that uh, you'll have um, a lot of ships uh, outside your window within the next few days because there, there aren't a lot of places to put the ships. Um, I know um, the brand new, you know, Virgin Voyages, brand new Scarlet Lady, last I looked was on her way to Bimini, which is, uh, you know, in the Bahamas. And you're going to have several ships that are just going to be anchored looking for a parking spot. You've got ships coming to Jacksonville. Um, I think the Bahamas will wind up with uh, a lot of these ships. And, you know, out on the West Coast, you know, there's there's Los Angeles, Long Beach. You know, possibly they may have to use, uh, you know, San Francisco and Oakland. You know, the, the bigger question, Doug, is, you know, really what is going to happen? How quickly will they be able to resume operations? But I think knowing, you know, knowing what we do about the people that, that are operating these companies, that uh, they are going to, you know, make very good use of this timeout. You know, literally, it's like, uh, you know, uh, like a horse race. And, you know, at the, at the gun and that uh, gate opens, they're, they're going to be running out. And, you know, we know that they're, listen, if there was no pause, Doug, there'd be tens of thousands of people that would have been embarking on, on cruises this, this weekend. Mm -hmm. So the confidence in the cruise industry is very strong. You know, we, we see a lot of these naysayers and people that have been criticizing the cruise industry. And in, in just even in interviews that, let's say, I've done this past week on national and local uh, TV and radio stations around the country, a lot of these naysayers have never even been on a cruise. Yeah. You know, comparing them to petri dishes or being unsanitary, unsanitary or being confined spaces. They've never been on a modern-day cruise ship. 
and it's it's plainly obvious. And you know when you have professors spewing nonsense about you know what goes on in a laboratory and think that's what happens in the real world, uh, you know there, there's a difference between perception and reality. And we know that these instances do not occur on cruise ships. They are extraordinarily well maintained and cleaned. And you know just just talking you know about norovirus where you know the media and certain pundits may claim that you know the the ships are um, notorious that that norovirus is a cruise ship illness. I mean they're very wrong. And when you look at the numbers, where you have 31 million, 31 plus million people that went on a cruise in 2019, and seven ships and 1,034 passengers caught norovirus. You know, never has a cruise ship actually been the source of the norovirus outbreak. And none of the ships that have been impacted by coronavirus were the source. These were always passengers bringing on the virus and, unfortunately, infecting others. Yeah. Well, the cruise ships are definitely put under a microscope because of the enclosed areas. Um, Hey, from a financial standpoint, how do the cruise lines look? I saw where Royal Caribbean secured a loan earlier in the week. Norwegian Cruise Line had to put up Norwegian Epic for like a $670 million loan. And Carnival looks fairly decent on cash flow. How, how do these lines look moving forward? Well, Doug, it's, it's a very tough time. These are, these are situations, again, that are unprecedented. It's never happened. But uh, I think that uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, I mean, they, they've been making the moves. I mean, there's been you know, Royal Caribbean not only you know, securing that loan, they they had to make some personnel moves to reduce costs, and I think all the cruise lines are are going to be doing that. Thankfully, oil you know the price of oil is going down, but uh, I mean overall, I I, I think that uh, these cruise lines will continue, uh, and and they will they will be back to to fight another day, and uh, it's it's not something I'm worried about. And you know, dealing with the stocks, have their prices hit the bottom, you know who knows what, what uh, tomorrow brings. I mean, we've seen mm-hmm. some crazy, erratic um, uh, decisions being made last week that we just couldn't, we couldn't even conceive on, on the worst day. Yeah. And, and hopefully, you know, as um, the sun will rise tomorrow, the sun will set again, uh, that, uh, you know, all of these companies will be back to fight another day. I was not covering the industry back when 9-11 happened, and I'm no way comparing this to 9-11. But as far as recovery is concerned, people didn't fly, people didn't cruise. Do you think it's going to take a little while to get the industry back up and going again? Yes, and I mean, it took a long time for the cruises, Doug. But uh, the, the issue back then was safety. People were afraid to leave their homes for a while, let alone, uh, you know, take a plane or get on a go on a trip uh, outside the United States, which is why there were so many uh, secondary ports that were developed to handle sailings um, besides the you know the normal Miami Fort Lauderdale, you know uh, 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 you know uh, Seattle, you know heading you know L.A. sailings. So then you know you had New Orleans and Jacksonville and um, you know New York and other ports that that, that became possible because the ship they needed to bring the ships closer to the people mm-hmm. so that let's say 75 percent of the country was within a five-hour drive of any one of these ports but uh this is not you know this situation is is much different the confidence in the cruise industry remains very very high cruising is much more mainstream than it was back after you know 2001 
And you can expect the cruise lines not to make knee-jerk reactions in regards to pricing. Mm-hmm. People are, are confident in the product. They're confident that the ships are going to provide you know, safe passage. If they do need to make alterations to itineraries, I mean, I, I think, Doug, that um, we may see some ships that were scheduled to go to Alaska and, and, and Europe this summer may wind up with different itineraries, including some remaining in the Mexican Riviera and um, in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. there, there's a lot that could happen in the next 30 days as to what's going to happen. Canada has already said that uh, they are not going to allow uh, visits, you know, stops in Canadian ports, uh, essentially until the you know, beginning of July. Mm-hmm. So does that mean that, you know, all the cruises in May and June are to Alaska um, are, are going to be canceled? between, you know, from Seattle and Vancouver. I mean, that, that's huge. So hopefully they will, cooler, you know, cooler heads will, will prevail. And, you know, once more information is, is available, that um, proper decisions can be, can be made, and that, that won't be the case. But, you know, what could, the, what could the United States do? Well, they could temporarily allow and, you know, permit these cruise lines to operate their ships from Seattle, for example, without having to visit a foreign port. And, and I guarantee your listeners right now are the first to hear that perspective. I, I haven't shared that um, with anyone, but I'm, I'm confident that uh, that's, that is a way you know, for, for cruises that if it's safe, Doug, and hopefully that you know, this is you know, behind us at, at that point, that um, you know we can try to save people's vacations and and get these cruise lines, which you know essentially you know Doug, there's there's millions of of of, of people um, and and billions of dollars at risk here, mm-hmm. and it's prudent for us to be able to make the right decisions, and and you know as soon as safe you know as soon as it's safe to do so to get these ships back in operation, get these people working. And, and save, you know, save these hundreds of thousands of, of jobs and, and billions of dollars in, in lost revenue and, 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 and everything. So it's, uh, there's, a lot, there's a lot to be done, and this is going to be a very fluid, and, and you know, there'll be a lot of changes that, that are going on. But uh, the world is, is definitely a much different place than it was <laughs> a few days ago. Yeah. Well, April 11th is the tentative return to sale date, and this is far from over. We've been talking with cruise industry analyst Stuart Chiron, the cruise guy. Stuart, thanks for making time, buddy. My pleasure, Doug. If there was any time to have travel insurance, this would have been the time to have it. Joining me on the line now is the president of TripInsurance.com to answer some listener questions, Dan Skilkin. Dan, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me on. It's It's been a crazy time. Yeah, you can say that again. The first question comes from David. Is travel insurance refunded when the cruise line cancels your cruise? Doug, this is this is a hot topic for us right now. We are, we are getting so many emails and so many telephone calls on a daily basis that we've been up until one in the morning just trying to, to answer people back. And this is a really common question. So what's happening right now is the cruise lines are canceling. The most common thing they're doing is providing people with a travel credit for a future cruise, which, which is great. I'm glad that they're doing that, uh, and it's practical when they shut down the cruise line to do that. Or some people are, are just bailing on their deposit 
you know, they don't have much in the cruise at all. And so they cancel out and don't take anything at all and just, 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 uh, and then turn around and ask us for a refund on the travel insurance, even though they've got, uh, they've got a loss on their deposit. So the issue for us when we're addressing these issues with the customers is that, first of all, sites like ours, tripinsurance.com, doesn't set the policy on returning or refunding or canceling travel insurance. That is set up by the insurance companies. So in the first 14 days after you buy the policy, uh, by law, it's 10 days. On our site, it's 14 days is the free look period. And by law, if you request a refund on your travel insurance, they will uh, cancel and refund the plan. After that, it's purely at the, the discretion for customer goodwill of the travel insurance company as to whether or not they will um, they'll return a policy. I can tell you that if there is any penalties paid by cancellation uh, penalties paid by the traveler, at all, whether or not they have any expectation of the insurance company actually paying a claim or not, there's no way they're going to get the insurance company to cancel the insurance plan and refund. And the reason for that is because the insurance company won't take the risk with state governments and the regulations on insurance because it's a threat to the insurance company if there is a potential claim the state regulators could come back and say, you canceled and refunded the policy instead of facing the claim itself. Regardless of whether or not the claim would have been covered by the plan or not, they just won't take the risk. So if there is any penalties paid, forget it. They, they won't refund it. Um, in many cases, what's happening right now in the industry is that if your vacation is postponed and rescheduled and immediately rescheduled where they applied the deposit from your cruise onto a new cruise, and that happens immediately, we've got some flexibility at rescheduling the dates in the plan. So um, you know, we'll go in and we'll, we'll make some modifications for the customers as best we can if they've applied a credit immediately. But if they just take the credit and they don't want to plan out travel because they've got no idea what the world looks like in six months, then there's a very good chance that they're going to lose the travel insurance coverage because the insurance company is not going to refund the plan. They're not going to make changes to the travel dates, and they're going to have to buy a new plan when they schedule a new vacation. Dan, you hit on something a few minutes ago, and I think it's good that we clarify this. So tripinsurance.com, you sell for major insurance brands, correct? Yes, from Nationwide and U.S. Fire. Now, those companies underwrite a lot of brands that are out there on, mm -hmm. on different travel sites are sold through your travel agency. And they also underwrite uh, commercial travel insurance being sold directly from the cruise companies. Deborah has the next question. I'm sailing in July. Can I cancel my cruise and get a refund because I'm afraid I might get sick? Well, I don't know a single travel insurance product out there that will cover you for fear of traveling unless you have a cancel for any reason plan. So cancel for any reason plans are, it's a feature that uh, you can get that allows you to cancel for an uncovered reason, like just changing your mind and deciding you're afraid to travel. And those plans typically pay 75% of the cancellation penalties. If you live in the state of New York, unfortunately, those plans are not available because the state of New York won't let us sell, won't let anybody sell a cancel for any reason policy to New York citizens. But if you're outside the state of New York, you can buy a cancel for any reason plan. Now, there's a few companies, because of what's going on with this virus 
have actually pulled their cancel for any reason plans off the market. Uh, we still sell a cancel for any reason coverage, and we're recommending every one of our clients buy a cancel for any reason plan. But you've got to buy that plan within 14 days of of making your initial trip deposit. That's the day that you make any payments whatsoever on your vacation, either the initial deposit on your cruise the or your airline tickets, et cetera. And you have to declare in your trip cost the total cost of the trip that's subject to cancellation penalties, not just the installments that you're making. So if you're buying a $4,000 cruise you know, for a couple, you're going to have to declare $2,000 a piece. You can't just declare the $500 deposit that you're making. But cancel for a reason coverage is a very smart move because it will cover you if you change your mind and you're afraid. What if you didn't purchase a policy with cancel for any reason? Unfortunately, you're not covered for fear of travel. You would be covered if the airlines shut down all airline traffic to your cruise departure point. So we've had a lot of customers that are, are, are taking cruises out of Italy right now and all airline travel to Italy was shut down. If you bought your insurance plan before they shut down traffic to Italy, you would be covered for trip cancellation. But if just your cruise is canceled, but not your airline flights, you're going to have a problem collecting from the insurance company because there are very few insurance packages out there that will cover you in the event that a travel supplier cancels. What's one of the biggest mistakes you've seen of someone buying travel insurance, not purchasing this cancel for any reason coverage? For right now, that's probably one of them. The other is some expectation that uh, they're covered in the event of anything like, well, how do I get my money back for my airline tickets if I don't want to travel or they reschedule? Um, They really need to read the policies because none of the travel insurance policies are written to cover a pandemic. They're really not structured that way. And they're typically structured to avoid what I would call mass group problems. A perfect example of that is that the travel insurance sold by your cruise company excludes bankruptcy of the cruise company because the travel insurance company doesn't want in mass everybody that, that, that booked with that cruise company to suddenly file a claim. And for them to have, so they exclude that risk specifically, otherwise the cost of the insurance would be too high. But a lot of the plans, for instance, the plans sold on tripinsurance.com, they're basically insuring individual people. And so they're willing to take on the risk of bankruptcy of a cruise line. So if you buy it from us, from a comparison website like tripinsurance.com, you're going to be covered in the event of bankruptcy of the cruise line. Now, oddly enough, I've never worried about that in the past, but now with what's going on with travel right now, bankruptcy of a, of a travel supplier is an issue. So um, um, the way in which these plans were written, they were not written for pandemics. And so a lot of people are concerned. Um, we've, we've had customers that actually called us or, or wrote in and said, I'm supposed to leave on my vacation in two days. What plan can I buy that would let me cancel and you'll pay me back for my vacation? Mm-hmm. And it's like, there, there's no product out there that'll yeah. do that. It would, it would be like, it would be like asking your insurance agent, my house is on fire right now. Can I, right. can I buy homeowner's insurance to cover yeah. the loss? And unfortunately you can't. So, um, but we are strongly encouraging, first of all, 
there are fabulous deals right now for the cruise industry for future cruises because they are hurting. And if you're going to buy one of those, the minute you make your deposit, you know, turn around and, 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 and buy a cancel for any reason policy. Those are the policies that are in our, uh, in our best category on tripinsurance.com and uh, spend the extra money on the, on the cancel for any reason policy so that you're covered. Our next question. Hey, Doug, I just spent more than an hour on hold to talk to someone at Name Redacted Insurance Company to see about reimbursing my mom's flight. They won't do it because coronavirus isn't listed as a covered reason. And American Airlines is only offering free rebooking at a later date, not refunds. I am so mad. What's the purpose of buying travel insurance to cover unforeseen circumstances if it doesn't even work? I'm sorry about the frustration, and there are a lot of very frustrated customers out there right now in the travel industry, and they're turning around and having an expectation that no matter what the reason for the travel interruption, they'll be covered by the travel insurance plan. These plans have very specific, very carefully written provisions. They are not written to generate gotchas for them to not pay. I'll be honest, Doug, I I have been... um, um, amazed at how wonderful both U.S. Fire and Nationwide have been with regard to claims and trying to figure out how to pay claims as best they possibly can based on the way the policy is written. They are not trying to figure out how not to pay claims. They're trying to figure out how to pay claims, but they can only by law pay claims based on the way the policy is written. So in this particular example, there's no policy that's written that says that if there's a pandemic or coronavirus that we're going to pay this, this, and this. But there are particular provisions in these plans. For instance, if you are quarantined and you're going to miss your trip, most of these plans have a provision for that that says, okay, that's a reason for cancellation if you're quarantined. The exact same provision is in the trip interruption part of the plan, that if I'm quarantined on the ship, um, will I be covered? Okay, well, all of your, the balance of, you know, I, I, I then had hotel after, after the cruise that I'm going to lose or other travel that I prepaid travel after the cruise that, that I'm going to lose. And what about my flights home? I just lost all my flights home. I, am I covered? You are. You're covered for the, the quarantine. If you're quarantined on the boat, you're covered for that extra cost up to the limits of the plan to get you home. So there are provisions in this plan to protect you. If I got sick overseas, is my medical covered? Yes. If there's a travel delay because I, I can't get flights back, there are some provisions in there that they'll cover some, some temporary hotel. But in these particular cases where the airline's going to give me credit, but I'd like to cancel for my cruise because I'm afraid to travel, it's not in those plans. And so they're absolutely right. They're going to be frustrated. So we're, we're concerned right now because there's a lot of customers that haven't read the plan, that don't really understand these provisions, that are going to turn in a claim, and those claims are going to get rejected, and they're going to be very angry thinking, well, wait a minute, there were gotchas in the plan. Mm-hmm. Reality, the plan was never never written to cover a pandemic. There are a lot of claims about to be filed. You know, like any given day, there's 95,000 people on board a Carnival Cruise Line ship. Is there a risk of a travel insurance company going bankrupt because they're paying out all these claims? No, there, I, I'm not. I'm, I, we've had some customers say, if I buy this insurance, do I have to worry about the insurance company going out of business? I mean, Nationwide and U.S. Fire are 
huge and they insure a lot more than just the travel industry. And so they are rock solid financially. There is no worry. Now, this is going to be one of the, the least profitable um, periods of time years for travel insurance out there. The actual claims ratio is going to be through the roof because there are going to be a lot of people filing claims. And some travel insurance companies have pulled cancel for any reason plans off the market because they're worried about that exposure. We're still selling cancel for any reason uh, on our site and, and our companies are standing by those. So, um, but there is no danger of a travel insurance company going out of business. Steve has the next question. If a person caught coronavirus on a ship, would travel insurance continue to cover their costs after they got home since the illness was contracted while they were on vacation? For the most part, almost all the travel insurance plans out there have been revised since the Affordable Care Act to only provide coverage for medical expenses that occurred during your vacation. Um, so if you contract coronavirus on the ship or from some shore excursion and then you come home, they're not going to cover your medical expenses when you get home. And it had a lot to do with the, the structure of the industry and the, and the regulations, the medical insurance regulations that they had to deal with. Um, so almost universally, travel insurance plans today won't cover you your medical expenses after you get home. You're going to have to file that with your regular medical insurance. Next question comes from Debbie Parker. No relation. I just booked travel insurance with my cruise and it has canceled for any reason. Do I owe them an explanation if I want to cancel my cruise for any reason? Debbie, that's, that's the advantage of a cancel for any reason plan it lets you change your mind and not go. You don't have to provide a reason. You just tell them I've canceled my trip and I'm not going to go and it'll pay 75% of your cancellation penalties. If you cancel for a covered reason, let's say you got hurt or you got sick or you contracted the, the virus and you couldn't leave because of a medical reason, those plans will still give you Medical coverage, that's a covered reason for cancellation, and it'll cover 100% of the cancellation penalties. But um, that's the advantage of a cancel-free any reason plan. You don't have to specify a reason. If you're afraid to travel, uh, don't go. It's a, it's a great reason to, to, to buy a plan. All right, Dan, this is the last question for you, I promise. What would my travel insurance policy cover if I were to get quarantined to my stateroom on the cruise? We've got a couple of things that we should address here. First is, I've been quarantined, for instance, and I'm going to lose the second half of my vacation that the cruise itself was only the first part of my vacation, and I've, I've got hotel and I've got other travel, land travel that I'm going to do at the end of, of my vacation that I'm going to lose. All of that will be covered by a quarantine on board the ship. And then the next issue that comes up for a lot of our customers is wait a minute, what about my flights home? I'm, I'm stuck on the ship. I'm just going to lose all my flights home. You're covered for that too. The insurance company up to the limits of the plan will cover the extra cost to get you home um, if you're, you're quarantined on the boat. So this is, in fact, the strong reason why we're recommending people buy travel insurance for all their, all their cruises or all their travel that they're doing. But one of the very common questions that we're asked is, if I'm quarantined on the boat, 
or they lock me in my cabin. And this, and they may lock you in your cabin, not just for coronavirus, but you know, if you got norovirus uh, and you have any kind of fever or you start throwing up on the ship, a lot of times they'll they'll quarantine you in your cabin and lock you in. And and they they've asked us, well, what about about the rest of my cruise? They locked me in my cabin two days into the cruise, and the rest of the eight day cruise I couldn't take. Will the insurance company cover that expense? And the problem is, no, they won't. They cover a financial loss that will happen to your vacation based on quarantine. They won't cover a sucky vacation, you know, a, a vacation that, that is that is horrendously bad because they locked me in my cabin. Unfortunately, insurance is not set up to cover that, and um, and it's it's extremely unfortunate. You know, at some point in time, in the not too distant future, we're going to have vaccinations for this. Uh, 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 enough people have, have caught it and, and, and become immune to it. This is going to pass. It, it will pass. So you're sort of looking at this right now and saying, you know, if I could get uh, a cruise this fall, let's, let's just delay the vacation. I've got the money, mm-hmm. you know, or I got the credit from the cruise company. Let's, let's pick another time to cruise. And, and by God, buy travel insurance. Even if you can't get a cancel for any reason plan, I, I wouldn't travel without that travel insurance, at least it's going to cover you. If I got quarantined on board the ship, it's going to cover my, my flights to get home. It'll cover my medical expenses or tra- trip interruption. Or if they shut down airline travel to the cruise destination, you're covered. I think you said it best earlier. You don't need it until you actually need it. We've been talking with Dan Skilkin from TripInsurance.com. Dan, I know you've been extremely busy, so I appreciate you carving out some time to chat with us this morning. Doug, it's our pleasure. If any of uh, any of your listeners uh, have uh, questions, they can they can send us an email at support at tripinsurance.com. Please don't. We on the phone. The phones have been absolutely crazy, and we're answering um, emails up very very late at night. So if you do have any questions, send us a, send us an email at support at tripinsurance.com. We're happy to help. All right. Thanks, Dan. Doug, thanks. We have wall-to-wall coverage of all of this, including cancellation policies from the cruise line, when the cruise lines resume sailing, and pretty much anything you need to know if you have a cruise coming up or if you were impacted on the website at cruiseradio.net. And before I hop here, I want to give a shout out to two people, my staff writer, Richard Sims, and my intern, Orlando, uh, without these two. We wouldn't be pumping out the articles, the content, everything on at the pace we are going because I still have one arm in a cast and still doing the pecking thing. We're doing eight-hour shifts here, so we're covering cruise news around the clock for the next couple of days or so at least until things settle down a little bit. So I'm really thankful for those two. For the time being, I've expanded Cruise Radio News, the daily quick hits of the news, to seven days a week. You can find that where you listen to your favorite podcast at Cruise Radio News there. And I think that'll do it. So enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for stopping by this morning, and we'll talk to you on Thursday. Take care. All right, Dougie, let's see what we got for you, buddy. Cruise Radio is produced at the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Get cruise news, ship reviews, and money-saving tips every Thursday on Cruise Radio. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the show. If you want to help spread the word, give Cruise Radio a five-star review. Find Cruise Radio where you listen to your favorite podcast or online at cruiseradio.net.
I'm your announcer.